Welcome to the Miner's Coffee Podcast, the show where we'll bring you the best of coffee, entrepreneurship, success, and urban lifestyle. I'm Sarah, full-time coffee fanatic, former barista, and now your host. Together, we'll take a deep dive into what makes the miners and other companies like it stand apart from the rest. We'll look at how businesses grow from an idea you had just before bed into internationally known enterprises. We'll interview the people who lead the charge and learn what makes them tick. And hopefully, by the end of it, you may be inspired to go out and create something from nothing yourself. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Miner's Coffee Podcast. I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest, photographer, graphic designer, and creative Tomasz Haber. Hey, hi. Hi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, doing well. Nice. So, uh, I was wondering if you could just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so as you mentioned, I'm uh, Thomas Haber. Uh, I'm 20 years old. Um, 20? 26, oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice start. Uh, yeah, 26 <laughs> years old. Uh, I call Just myself, dropped off the six yeah, there, nice. <laughs> 26 years old, yeah. Uh, I call myself visual artist because I do multiple stuff. And I do photography, that's what I'm most known of and what I most present myself as. Uh, I do graphic designer or graphic design, video work. Uh, video too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's low key, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, probably that's it. I like creative stuff that needs visual attention and, you know. So, how'd you get into that? Uh, was it, did you go to school for it or mm -hmm. did you learn on the job? Yeah, everything is self taught. Like when I was like, I don't know, seven years old. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I started YouTube with my friends and we were like recording montages from uh, video games and etc. And in this era on YouTube, uh, you had like background that you could uh, modify on YouTube profile, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I need that YouTube background, you know, I need something special. I need my name on it. And, you know, so I was like, hmm, who's going to make me some graphics? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for it. So I started experimenting in Photoshop and that's how I got into design <laughs> and then I was like 100% sure what what I what I want to do so I went to 100% uh, sure yeah, yeah. at age 12 yeah yeah uh, like 10 or 9 10 yeah. 9 oh yeah, my yeah. God. so I went to graphic design school mm -hmm. uh, Michael school <laughs> on Hodov if you know Michael school is that like Visoke or um, it's high school yeah, it's high school. High school, high school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, high school. So I went to that school. After that, I explored photography. And on the end of that school, I was like, hmm, you know, like graphic design and photography come hand in hand, kind of. So, yeah. And I still do it after many years. <laughs> That's great that you compare them because... As I was telling you, I also studied photography, mm -hmm. but I feel like we definitely could have learned a lot more graphic design. Yeah. Because how do you present yourself in a portfolio or mm -hmm. like yeah, bookmaking? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. These days it's more about like how do you sell yourself, you know? It's mm -hmm. not much, not that much of uh, what you do or like what you shoot, but it's about how you sell yourself on social media and everywhere, so... Yeah, which I personally kind of hate. This yeah, like, I'm very bad at it. I'm very bad at it. 
<laughs> I need to uh, learn how to do that more. Like, I don't think you're that bad at it. You're doing pretty well. It's no, I, I, I'm like on social media. I'm so passive, you know. Like, I yeah, I just post like stories and stuff. But you know, to post like my photos to my Instagram profile, it's like so hard for me. But you know, it sounds easy. But you know, to pick uh, the right photos and you know, to write the caption, etc. <laughs> no, it's a lot of work. I actually realized yeah. that I started posting on Instagram way less mm. when I started uh, doing my masters. I think I just would overthink it and be like, every picture I post is a representation of like my art form, yeah. my style, and it became kind of debilitating. <laughs> so okay. I have some stress around even promoting myself on Instagram. Mm, yeah. But as a f freelancer now, right? Yeah. You kind of have to, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you handle the freelance lifestyle? As a freelancer myself, I found it super stressful to manage this like one-man show because yeah, yeah. you have to do everything. Yeah, at once. Yeah, At, yeah. at once, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard. It's <laughs> it's risky, you know. Uh, you don't have that stability. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's worth it because I love the freedom, you know. I maybe couldn't be here because uh, if I wasn't freelancer because I, I will be at work or something. So that's what I like because about freelancing that I could do everything, uh, I mean anything, whenever I want, you know. So that's for me is freedom and I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice some money for it or some stability or something, you know, because for me it's worth it more to have the time for myself and do what I want. So do you miss your agency days at all or because I feel like being a freelancer can also be really isolating in a yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is. And actually what I miss about my agency days is like the community feedbacks, you know, when you gather in the room and you present your work and you uh, you receive feedbacks, etc. So yeah, I miss like receiving feedbacks because you know i'm home alone or maybe uh, i try to like show my work to my closest friends and uh, know their opinions and stuff but you know but is that like showing it to your mom like are they always like oh it's the best yeah you know yeah exactly <laughs> they always tell you like oh that's beautiful it's the best one <laughs> so yeah it's not like pushing you you know so yeah, I think this is something I will miss and not miss about being mm. in school is that I got feedback on literally every decision I mm -hmm. made, which yeah. was... That's good. It, yeah, it was good Kinda. because it challenges you to think about yeah, yeah. it in another way. But also, for me at least, I have a really hard time trying not to incorporate everyone's feedback. Yeah, which you have to know like... Who's, who's know, who's, uh, yeah. who knows what he's speaking about and mm. who's not. Yeah, so this was hard for me, but it, w it was also nice to be in this like hive mind, you know, mm. you were around a bunch of other creative people yeah. and you could pitch it to them and they could tell you if it was absolutely ridiculous mm -hmm. or... Yeah, exactly. So with so much content out there, how do you keep things fresh and original? It depends, you know, it's what's fresh and original, like, mm. you know, these days. 
True, exactly. You know, what's fresh and so yeah, I just do my thing, and if you consider it, it's fresh and original, I'm I'm just like really glad. But yeah, I'm just keep doing my things, and hopefully people like it. And yeah, yeah, that's another thing we actually talked about uh, on our last episode was mm. the only thing you really can do is what you want to do. Yeah, and if people like it, people like it. If people don't. Then they don't. They'll look for content. Yeah, 100 people, 100 tastes, you know. Mm. Like. So as a creative, I'm sure you have gotten a lot of praise, but also criticism. What's an insult or critique you've received that you're proud of, or at least made you grow in some way? Critique I'm most proud of, like... Yeah, like feedback that wasn't necessarily positive but it was something that made you look at your work differently or challenged you to do something in another way hmm. it's hard to say because yeah, as, we, as we talked about it uh i'm kind of isolated you know from like different people and i don't receive that much of feedback hmm. which i miss and i want to receive more uh, so so I don't receive any like criticism or something. Not which, at all. Which, no, no, actually no, Incredible. no, no. So and I would love to because I I want I want I want you to hate my stuff, you know. Actually, yeah. to push myself. So so yeah, I'm looking for people that could hate on me all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could find that somewhere in the deep dark depths of the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. No, I mean like yeah. I'm open to like criticism because it's the way I, um, I I need it, you know, like everybody needs it to in order to push their work. Yeah, so definitely. I don't need to hear like, oh, that's beautiful. Like, I know, I know, no, I'm not, I, I mean like. He knows I, it's oh, beautiful. No, I, <laughs> no, I know it's like you're my friend or something, but yeah, let's, let's, I need like, you know, very like critique mm. stuff from you. <laughs> and so then. Have you had any mentors that have kind yeah. of... Yeah, I had when I was in ag agency, mm -hmm. like in my early years. Right after school, I went to a design studio and there was one guy which I really look up to and he was kind of my mentor. And I mean, like, I looked up to him like he was my mentor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he taught me very much, like, regarding design and, uh, and stuff. So I'm very grateful for that and... Everyone needs a mentor. It's a great thing, but you have to know what you need to take from him, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Because, so yeah. was <laughs> what you took from him more technical or philosophical or... Mm, I mean, more like visual stuff, you know? Like my taste got better, I think, in like in seeing art and also technical, yeah. A lot of technical stuff. Do you think you learned more technical know-how at school or on no, the job? No, no, no. On the job, definitely. Like, at school it was like, you know, I I learned by myself everything, like, in... Um, on YouTube? Yeah, on <laughs> YouTube. So basically I was, like, getting clients in high school. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I was, like, working uh, at the class. I wasn't paying attention. I was doing my thing, you know, and the teachers were totally fine with it because they know, like, uh, I'm, I mean it with the graphic design, you know, so... That's great, though. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, oftentimes when you're in school, there's this clash between uh, having a job and working and also 
being present in class and uh, attending all of the workshops and stuff like that. But if you are working in the field that you want to be working in, which is what school is for, then it's really nice if both environments yeah, can it was be nice. supportive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were, I, I was lucky because the teachers were kind of supportive. Not all of them, of course. <laughs> when they saw, saw me and like my work, and yeah, and they were like, okay, so you are really into it, so I'm not going to punish you for bad math test. <laughs> Just come by after the class and <laughs> we'll sort it out. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and then did you ever have to use math ever again? Uh, no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, no, 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 no. But you do have to do the business side of things, mm, right? Yeah, so what is... do you find to be the most difficult? Because... I think oftentimes creatives are great at creating, mm, but yeah, yeah. there's a lot that goes yeah, into that. Yeah, a lot of behind it. Uh, that's very hard, and that's what I'm trying to learn as a new skill, being more businessman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think like getting the clients, you know, as a freelancer is this is the most important key, like important step. Getting the clients is the most hard one and reaching to new clients and, you know, like keep things going, you know, so yeah. you don't get, you don't stop and because you cannot stop, you need to have some kind of cash flow mm-hmm. <laughs> to pay rent and everything. So yeah, that's the most difficult, but I'm kind of lucky that I think I have like strong network of people that I know. So I don't have to reach that much to people and people come to me actually, which I don't know why, but I'm grateful for that. Very humble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't reach that much, but yeah, I think once you start building, uh, then it kind of just naturally continues because that person knows another person and if yeah, they exactly, recommend exactly, you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Like, uh, that's why I'm trying to like social, socialize because you never know. You go to, I don't know, bar or something and you meet someone new and that le- leads to a new connection, new new friends, new new opportunities. Yeah. So do you think you're often in this like network kind of mode or it's just more Not really. something natural? Not, you, yeah, so maybe something natural. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm kind of lucky in that, actually, to be honest. Like I was I was uh, at the right time on the right place sometimes. And that really got me into situations that I'm very grateful for, like also in like Paris because I shoot uh, Paris Fashion Weeks, etc. So I was lucky to meet some new people there. How do you personally prevent creative burnout? It's a hard one because I, I maybe know how to get from one. <laughs> I don't know how to prevent it because, uh, uh, to be honest, I got myself into burnout, I think, like last winter. I'm still recovering from it. I guess to prevent it, you have to like go do that, you know, walking a walk uh, with your girlfriend or etc. Go to the cinema and, you know, just like clear your mind, something to clear your mind. And that helps me a lot. Because I think you could lead to burnout more easily as a yeah. freelancer. Because... Now, you know, now these days, because there is like pressure from everywhere, mm. you know, and you're like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So it's. And you don't have 
perhaps a very structured work day, you know, you're not yeah. going to the office yeah, from and nine it's hard. to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can like easily get into burnout because it could fall on you from every side, you know, everything. Like, so it's, uh, it's individually, you know. Yeah. And again, this freelance kind of uh, work style means that everything falls on you and mm. you can't really delegate to other people. Or do you work with uh, maybe editors or... Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, I try to like bring my friends to projects because, you know, the, it's the best like to work with friends. So Or the worst, but hopefully yeah, the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I have just positive experiences with friends. So I like to keep my friends around. And if I could, I would do everything with them. You know, like in racial in relationship, it's kind of different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't really. You mean with a boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's and different. working with them. Yeah, it's kind of like hard sometimes, but you you could manage it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think emotions want run way hotter. Yeah, yeah. In a exactly. relationship, so. yeah. If you could sit down and have coffee or tea, which do you prefer? Um, coffee. Coffee, great. Okay, then we can keep talking. So then, imagine mm -hmm. you have a coffee, mm -hmm. you're at a coffee shop, a nice one, like the miners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's and beautiful here. <laughs> thank you. And you could have anyone at your table. Who would it be? And don't say your friends. Because we no, can yeah, see your no, friends, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. at any I time. Yeah, exactly, I mean, like, exactly. from hmm. the past, future, famous. Damn. Yeah. It would probably be my favorite artist and person that I look up to, G-Easy. Jesus? G-Easy. <laughs> no, no, no. G-Easy, Gerald. G-Easy, yeah. yes, I know. He's a rap artist. Yeah. And he's a great person. We have a lot of in common, I guess. Mm -hmm. and like what? Yeah. I don't know. We have same thinking, I believe. I, I I mean, like, I don't know him personally, but like from the interviews and you know, like I listen to his everything, like podcast and etc. I really like the stuff he, he has put his out. own podcast. Not his own, but yeah, he was like when he's a yeah, guest. Yeah, when yeah. he's a guest. Yeah, so that would be my number one, I guess. Yeah. Who would I sit down and have a coffee? Yeah. And what do you think you'd talk about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, to be honest, I met him a couple times and uh, I tried to converse with him, but I was like, you know, that 15 years old, like fangirl, like, so yeah, it was kind of not good. <laughs> but, you know, I would love to talk uh, with him about like, you know, his experiences in life, like not just like the music, you know, but because I know he experiences some downs, you know, some falls and, and uh, the opposite. So yeah, just like simple conversation about what he experienced, I guess. To learn from his experience. <laughs> what was one of your favorite shoots that you've ever done? Hmm. Did you do one with him, or were no, you at one of his concerts? I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't really have a favorite shoot because I'm more like grateful for where photography took me. You know, those like experiences in real life, those people that I met, etc. So I'm more like grateful for those moments, but I'll try to make every photo shoot that I'm doing like m the coziest, you know, comfortable for both sides, mm -hmm. even though if it's not really good and if things 
uh, don't go as planned. I try to make it very good. And what yeah. could absolutely ruin a shoot? What could happen that uh, makes no, you I, think? No, unless unless my camera is working and I'm functioning, I think it's <laughs> good. I'm, I think it's good. Okay. <laughs> so so I just need me working and my camera. And if it's like if I'm working with model, I need model to like do some stand or something <laughs> to do something. Uh, you know, like. I mean, there are definitely better and worse models, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that is true. And yeah, <laughs> it's hard because uh, when... I, I don't want to see like there is like bad models, you know? When there is someone that is feeling like very nervous in front of camera, I try to approach the photo shoot differently, you know? Like, mm. like I do more like moments, you know? Like we are just doing something and... Uh, I'm like telling her like imagine we are doing that and that and bit when I say it I'm just like doo -doo 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 -doo, and take the pictures you know so yeah I'm going for that more natural stuff than like pose here and now do no 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 do that no no that do that with the hand you know some more natural approach yeah exactly. yeah yeah so if you don't have a favorite shoot do you have a least favorite shoot or maybe if something comes to your mind that it was just like everything went wrong or maybe you weren't working, your camera mm, wasn't yeah. working. Yeah, then it's game over. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'll always try to have backup plan, but I never experienced like anything like that bad, you know, that I was like, oof, finally it's over, you know. I'm able to like pick, you know, choose between like which shoots I'm, I'm doing because... I don't have necessarily like to do everything since like photography is not the only like option for me. I, you know, my most uh, income comes from design. Really? So, yeah. So, um, so for the, in photography, I kind of like try to choose what I shoot. If it sounds bad on the photo shoot, I'm, I'm not going doing it. You know, like. And that's great that again you have that freedom to choose yeah, exactly, what you yeah. want to do and what you don't want to do. So if you don't have a favorite or least favorite shoot, maybe do you have a favorite or least favorite design project? Oh, yeah. That's a whole different... <laughs> <laughs> a whole other ball game. Yeah. yeah, but I don't want to mention the bad projects, though. Because, you know, so I, ha I have very much, like, bad design projects. Like, you know, the clients in the design community are crazy. Right? Yeah, it's like, oof. <laughs> I'm unlucky in that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I experienced a lot of like bad clients and design projects. And I think like I have experienced more uh, bad projects than like successful ones. <laughs> in design. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because of the why. clients. Yeah. Because of the clients. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I so. have only done a couple graphic design projects, but I can only imagine that you come in especially you, because I'm not a graphic designer, but you come in with some kind of expertise, know-how, yeah. you know what's going to look good, you know what's going to work, and you know why it would or wouldn't work. And you try to explain that to the client, but at the end of the day, it's really up to them. Mm, and yeah. I think they have so much power yeah. in the design process, which, as the client, is great. Mm. But as a creative... I think it'd be so frustrating yeah. to this back and forth. Yeah, the worst scenario is that client don't know what he wants, you know. Like, mm. But 
he knows that he the only thing he knows is that he wanted cheap <laughs> fast and most like you know like flying ponies and such right you know <laughs> like yeah that, that's the worst flashy thing. yeah so that's the worst thing but yeah but i had some successful projects i hope so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad as it sounds but yeah and can you think of any that you really enjoyed or really liked the outcome of Mm, yeah, I, I was uh, in winter. I was working with uh, my US client from it was New York startup barber platform or uh, mm -hmm. platform for barbers, and I worked on their like product and I was like developing uh, and designing their UI and some UX stuff for uh, their iPad um, for their iPad platform and mobile. And it was fun. It was very nice, and I, I knew that I was helping someone like to create some platform that use millions of people in US. I didn't know that like they have like 200 million users monthly. Wow. So it's kind of like big stuff. So For yeah, I really, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's barber platform where you could like uh you know book appointment but also from the barber shops. For the barber shops it's uh it's management platform so you can manage your barbers, you see their schedule and etc. You can manage everything, your shop, uh, your products and so it's kinda of big and yeah, they are doing it very well. So I was very happy to be part of that. Yeah, that sounds great. One of my favorite things is whenever I go to book a hair appointment mm. is that I don't have to talk to anyone on the phone. If I can go onto their website, mm -hmm. pick a time and yeah. a date that works, yeah. this is great. Yeah, I always call my barber. Yeah. Like, hey, can I come? <laughs> they are no, we're full, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, did you enjoy that conversation? Because this is the kind of conversation I am trying to no, limit. Yeah. No, 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 but yeah. I, Unless you love your barber, yeah, yeah, and you go to the same one all the time. Yeah, I'm experimenting with that. You know, I I always like keep switching my barbers because I'm never happy. But pst. I am also <laughs> never now happy. I found, I, 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 now I found one which I'm super uh, super happy. So feel free to shout them out if you'd like. Yeah, his name is uh, Johan, but uh, I forgot what the salon is called <laughs> <laughs> it's near palladium <laughs> sorry <laughs> johan by palladium yeah. you're doing great work yeah, yeah yeah and so you said you did the ui ux design mm -hmm. yeah. this seems like something super important for designers to either at least have a little bit of knowledge on mm, or yeah. do you think that it will become more and more Yeah, important you have to, to have to something, you know, in you, like some knowledge, you have to know some uh, some steps and there is some guidelines that you need to stick to, so... And you learn this on the job as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially in the job, like the most, like, things I learned was in the agency, I guess, you know, the processes and how, how people, like, uh, work, basically that. The processes and new stuff and I now work also for a marketing agency mm -hmm. and we're a digital marketing agency. So I don't even think there's paper in the building, you know? We are completely online. Mm. And so learning things like 3D, UI, UX, mm -hmm. all of this is super important. Yeah. I wonder if you have ever worked with print 
or yeah yeah i love yeah. print you know for me like the physical stuff are like timeless pieces you know yeah i also print my echo for my photographs so i can hang them on the wall and see it in person you know in like physical world yeah. are you ever in the dark room once once i just i mean like <laughs> i should film mm -hmm. but i'm not developing it i'm just like scanning it scanning it you know color or black and white oh uh, both both yeah yeah but i prefer color Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, yeah. And you like the results? Mm, you can, you know, like, unless the the negative is, is like scratched, <laughs> it's all right for me, you know? Yeah, they yeah. developed it, so I scan it at home, I'm, I tweak it how I like it, so I think it's perfectly fine. And you me. have your own scanner at home? Yeah, or yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a flatbed yeah, scanner? Yeah, yeah, flatbed yeah, scanner, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. But it takes ages, like, to scan stuff and make it right, you know, and get the feel you want. And it's it's very, like, very slow process. And, yeah, it's sometimes it's, like, a lot of mistakes and you have to scan it again and then there's dust on the negative and you have to go over again and again, again, again. And, yeah, so, so, but I love it. I love it. It's cool. Yeah, it's definitely a very relaxing mm. uh, yeah. process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a Hasselblad scanner at our school. Mm -hmm, okay. But it <laughs> works okay. like every other month. Uh -huh. And it's not, they don't make them anymore. So once yeah. it breaks, it's done forever. Mm. Yeah, so, it's like with film cameras, you know, mm. like I use the uh, old like Yashica point and shoots and Mamias for medium format. RB or RZ? Uh, I have like that the the oldest one. It's like fully uh, mechanical. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's called Mamiya six four five thousand S. Six four five thousand S. Six four five, yeah, thousand S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it was before the RZ. I think, yeah, yeah. So, and it's like heavy metal, you know, like you could like break everything with it, you know, <laughs> smash everything with it. So it's great. And yeah, it's very reliable, you know. So unless some parts broke, but, but I have this, uh, I have a couple more like 35 SLRs from Canon, the old ones, which I love. They are actually cool. Even uh, if you attach the new generation Canon uh, lenses to them, they get super nice. Like yeah. you know, the outcome from them, the results are very nice. I always think it's kind of more about the lens anyway. Mm, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it depends on your style, I think. Yeah. Like these, I was when I was starting out. I was like, I need to get the most expensive camera to shoot the best photos, you know, ever. But uh, t today, I, I see it completely like differently. You know, I if if I could shoot on just like old v VHS camera, because it has cool vibe, you know, I would do it. You know, mm -hmm. I I don't care right now. So for me, like the most expensive camera gear doesn't mean that you're shooting the best photos it's it's sometimes it means you're shooting the worst ones mm. <laughs> it, I, yeah it's how you approach the photography you know like yeah so i know so many people at home that just because they have a mark IV mm -hmm. and a facebook they are now a photographer yeah and you know i think a lot of people like mm. public doesn't really know what's good and what's bad anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is kind of an uh, easy market to break into whenever uh, there's not yeah. much knowledge around uh, what's mm -hmm. good or yeah, what's you, bad. You have to build some taste, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that's the most important thing. Definitely, yeah. 
Mm. And uh, what kind of uh, point and shoot was it again? Ashika? Uh, yeah, T5. T5? T5, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to get like contacts, you know, if you know. T2? Co- yeah, 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 yeah. I love the contacts cameras but they're super expensive all of them are i got yeah. i have yeah, and they are getting even expensive yeah so. i have the t3 mm. and it's not working currently i think I had, it's yeah i had t3 sorry i had the t3 before and yeah it was unreliable yeah it mm. was always out of focus etc but the olympus new is new also, too yeah new too <laughs> new too yeah it's it's kind of cool like Yeah, I have a lot of friends that have this one. But mm. I mean, I would say those are the three, right? The Ashika T, mm. probably five is the yeah. best. And Context and mm-hmm. Fuji. Yeah, Fuji. Oh, Fuji. I bought myself a Fuji camera last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a digital one, uh-huh. but it has film emulations and it's crazy good. Like, wow, it's like super compact. Uh, and I also bought like a uh, compact flash for it and i take this camera everywhere like yeah i would replace everything i have for just this camera yeah like, that's another need, thing yeah i don't need anything else like It's super nice medium format mumia is great but are you really gonna carry it around with you mm, yeah, it's up a like, mountain yeah. or <laughs> you could you could yeah, i mean you could some people do <laughs> yeah and some people do that yeah i know a lot of people that does that I went on a road trip a couple of years ago across mm. the US and we were uh, in Arizona wow. and this guy had two Hasselblad cameras and I saw so I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I asked him what he did for work mm-hmm. and he's like I'm retired I'm like well then what did you do for work because I can't imagine mm-hmm. ever being able to afford Even just one Hasselblad. Yeah, it's super expensive. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, I don't have any future plans for getting one. No? <laughs> no, no, no. Because like it's for just like super big commercial projects, you know. And yeah. you can rent, rent this camera for this project. So I don't need one. I, I, my future plans are to buy to get like Leica, you know. Like, like. Yeah, the Q3 is like, wow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And what's your main digital now? Yeah, you have 5D Mark IV. Great. <laughs> yeah, I have it since release, and it keeps like working. It's very vo- reliable workhorse. Like, yeah, they're yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us. No, I mean like, yeah. I'm gonna just switch things up. And what do you like? Like, what do you enjoy shooting? Like. Uh, I would say definitely landscape and mm-hmm. architecture. I okay. don't like taking pictures of people mm-hmm. because uh, maybe if I came at it mm-hmm. with a more natural approach, like you were saying, it wouldn't be so awkward. Like mm-hmm. taking pictures of my friends would be fine. Yeah. But like street photography with people, for some reason, I feel like very, uh, like I'm intruding. Mm-hmm. on someone and their privacy yeah and yeah, yeah exactly yeah I yeah feel the same way yeah. but for me i just like it's not fun for me it's probably not fun for them most of the time yeah, yeah. there's a lot of blue, beautiful buildings that you know have no feelings so so you like landscape photography because of that like slow pace calm environment that you could be also alone yeah listening to music and just go somewhere with your camera okay 
Yeah, the only thing I don't like about landscape photography is carrying it to the yeah, landscape. Yeah, traveling with the, all the gear is like... That's why I bought the Fuji, actually. So yeah. I can like leave my own gear stuff at home and just carry one camera that does everything for me. You know, like I don't need nothing else. I actually... My final project for school, I uh, went around Prague using found materials to kind mm -hmm. of create these like public sculptures mm -hmm. and for me this was like the most out of my comfort zone i had ever gone mm. because first of all i am in a country where i'm i'm not from here and luckily i speak enough of the language now mm. to feel comfortable <laughs> to tell people to like yeah fuck yeah. off if yeah. uh, i need to <laughs> but, <I sat> down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I had to lug around the mm. stuff all across the city. And then you set up shop wherever I would make the sculpture. Mm. I would be dragging trash from different places. Obviously, people are watching me because it's weird. And mm -hmm. uh, But this was kind of the whole point, is that I'm like trying to create a space for myself in yeah. a place that's not my own. Mm. And there's going to be a lot of people that look, there's going to be a lot of people that comment, and uh, it's not going to be comfortable process. And for me, it was like a great exercise in trying to, yeah, get out of my comfort zone and build something. And I saw parts of Prague I've never seen before. Mm. And I yeah, talked... You see, you see Prague from different perspective, you know, yeah. since you are not from here. So, you know, when, when I walk around Prague, I'm like, oh, I saw this like a million times. You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's nothing new to me. And mm. I... I don't, you know, I'm kind of sad about it because everyone is keep talking to me, like, especially like friends that are not from Prague. They're like, you know, Prague is so beautiful. How could you not see that? And I'm like, yeah, I wish I could see that. But I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But it's, it's a special place, Prague is. Like, yeah. You know, it's safe here and, yeah, it's calm. Definitely very safe. I think it's something that a lot of people not knowingly take for granted because mm. in the u.s <laughs> i wouldn't even ride the subway past nine o'clock mm. i yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i, I want to still i want to move out from prague somewhere yeah yeah, yeah where uh, do you think you'd go any ideas um you know what uh, i love new york like it's like wow it's like you know that street culture and everything like you just go outside and everything is a movie you know like Whenever you point your camera, it's like, wow, boom, damn, it's a perfect picture. I love the people there. In New York, you love the people. Mm -hmm. I think they are so like open-minded, you know? You, oh, you yeah, just they're nice. sit in Subway and they're like, hey, what are you listening to? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm listening to uh, something, I don't know. <laughs> 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 and, you know, you don't experience that in Prague, I guess. You know? That's for Pe sure. Yeah, people are here more like closed, I guess, you know, like. When someone approaches you on the street, you are like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to give you some money. <laughs> <laughs> Before they even ask what they're going yeah. to ask. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's different here. But I wanted to move to Berlin, actually, mm. because it's very close and it's different world. And I have some friends there already, so it, it would make sense. And yeah, I also love their culture and the things that they're going on in Germany. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like Berlin and Germany are like two separate things. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Like <laughs> Berlin is not like Germany. <laughs> it's more like international multicultural city. But that's, yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately have only really been to Berlin for like visa stuff. Mm. So not okay. the most exciting trip. But a couple of times I was there and did some fun things. And there's a lot of interesting people. It Yeah, it seems really open yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to, uh, used to visit Berlin like almost every weekend. Oh, wow. Before Corona. So it would make sense for me to move there. And I mm -hmm. wanted to because I was also working closely with a magazine there. So I wanted to move there and work for them especially. Mm -hmm. But then Corona hit it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to stay in Prague. I'm not going to pay triple amount of money to pay the rent yeah. and be locked in And Berlin. do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, then Corona passed and I started some kind of like business with my ex-girlfriend here. And yeah, now I'm free. I'm ready to go to go somewhere. From the business or yeah, from yeah, um, the... Yeah. Both. <laughs> 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 Nothing holds me there right now. So I, I really want to go somewhere. Yeah. Because now I have the chance. So then, uh, maybe Berlin's next, but do you have any upcoming projects that you know about yeah. or are in the yeah, works? Yeah. I'm developing my own app <laughs> that I want uh, that I have in mind in my mind for like four years, five years, and still no one did it. So I'm like, okay, so now it's perfect time to do it. And so yeah, I'm developing my own app. Also, I'm working on my own brand that I'm just doing for fun. I always wanted to do just like clothes, you know. Uh, so clothing line. Yeah, yeah, clothing line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like for me, it makes sense, you know, because I, I could like uh, put it on someone and just take pics, you know, of, of the people in that. And, you know, I'm taking, uh, I'm, I'm doing it more for like, for my own, like, uh, <laughs> how could I say it? Like not pleasure, <laughs> but you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. 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 For yourself. Yeah, for, for myself and my friends mainly. So, I like streetwear or yeah, yeah, is what I would yeah, guess. Yeah, streetwear. So that's and. Can you uh, tell me about the app at all? Not yet. Nothing. <laughs> Not. It's it's gonna be uh, also about fashion and mm -hmm. traveling <laughs> and stores. <laughs> so yeah. Fashion traveling in stores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm now in like phase in my life where I like freestyle, you know, and just go. Yeah, if you can, why not? Stuff that I like. So. Do you have any idea how to code? How to what? Sorry? How to code? Go oh, no, 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 not <laughs> at all. Not, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm looking for a developer, so hit me up <laughs> if you know anyone. <laughs> But uh, I was about to learn it. I had that idea in my life a couple of times mm. and I tried it. But <laughs> uh, no, it's hard. I think you have to like sacrifice many months at home <laughs> learning the phrases, the, the words and yeah. So I don't need it, I, I guess I, I'm going to improve in my actual like stuff that I'm already doing, you know, like in photography and design rather than adding another skill that I have to learn and, you know, 
No, I think that makes sense. I always, like, when someone wants to be able to do it all, like, Mm. but why? There's plenty of other people that have, you know, used their time in their life to get really good at something. So why not collaborate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to keep it, like, between the three things, you know, like, mainly photography, uh, design, and video. And, you know, (laughs) I focus myself in those three things mainly i don't want to add up another things yeah <laughs> you know? so just focus on what you know and try to get better and better mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so app uh clothing line Brian, yeah anything else that's enough <laughs> <laughs> really oh yeah yeah i guess yeah for now yes And I have some fast this or that questions. Mm -hmm. So I will say two things Mm -hmm. and you have to tell me which one. No thinking. No, just shoot. Just shoot. (laughs) All right. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So coffee or tea? Coffee. Digital or analog? Analog. (laughs) Canon or Sony? Oh, Canon. Pre or post production? Uh, Post production. Yashica or contacts? Uh, contacts. Natural or studio lighting? Natural. Fashion or music? Fashion. Photography or graphic design? Photography. Helvetica? Uh-huh, yeah. Or any mm, other font? Helvetica is good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, minimalist and clean or bold and vibrant? Can I say both? No. no. Uh, minimalist <laughs> and clean or bold and vibrant? It depends. Vibrant. That's not but, this yeah, game. I, okay, That's okay. not how we Minimalistic. play the game. Minimalistic. Okay. Minimalistic. Yeah, okay. Uh, matte or glossy? Uh, glossy. Travis. What? <laughs> what? You gave... What? Face like... No, no, no. no, no. You can say whatever I mean, you want. You mean like regarding the uh, paper? Yes. Or, yeah, glo- you know, like photos on glossy paper looks the best. Okay, <laughs> let's go. That's for another <laughs> podcast entirely. <laughs> Travis Scott or Migos? Travis... East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. Mixtape or album? Album. Great. Okay. Okay. We won't. We won't open up a uh, matte or glossy debate now because. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. So again, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for I having hope me. You all have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the Miner's Coffee Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us next time as we talk coffee, entrepreneurship, success, and urban lifestyle. Bye!